Now, we are very lucky to be joined by Brian Purrington on the show today from the Auckland three-piece shoegaze post-post-rock group Rope. Kia ora, Brian. Hello. Welcome onto the show. Thank you for joining Raph and I today. Oh, thanks for having me. Now, that's not a Kiwi accent that I hear, is it? Whereabouts are you from? Uh, I moved to Auckland about 14 or 15 months ago from Austin, Texas, where I had been living for the last 20 years. And what prompted the relocation? I married a New Zealander, and we had a baby. What a trap, huh? <laughs> well, Trump, Trump was elected president, and it seemed like a good time to leave. <laughs> so that story really is true. We did read about that, but it really was something to do with Trump being the president as well. Uh, well, we had actually just, I mean, it, the reality is we had decided to move about a month before the election, and like everybody that I knew, we were quite surprised with the results of the election, and on election night, as I got more and more drunk, I was just like, you know, screw this place. It's over, yeah, you're out. <laughs> and in terms of Rope, your how new is this project, by the way? When did this all start? So, I had come over to visit my wife's family about two years ago, and I met Nick Cunningham at a Jacob show at King's Arms when I was over, and I just kept in contact with him. And when I actually moved over for real, we started jamming. And it took about, we tried out maybe six or seven drummers, and we finally got Ant. And um, so the three of us have been playing together, I would say, for eight or nine months now. Oh, wow, not too long then. And who else is involved with Rope? Just the three of us. So Nick Cunningham is the bassist. Um, he also plays in this band here called Tombs. And... Uh, He's a producer. We practice in the studio, so it's, it's quite handy having him in the band. And the drummer, and uh, Karwich, is he played drums in a band from Auckland called Avatar. And um, my band back in Austin, My Education, was on a, the same European label as the Auckland band. Correct. This is a very... <laughs> keep going, keep going. Story, but anyway... <laughs> We were on the same label as Coretta, who are from Auckland, and I met them at South by Southwest. And so when I moved over, I got in touch with uh, Will and Hamish. And Hamish was an avatar with Ant, so he recommended them, and that's how that all worked out. Got a lot of connections to Auckland yeah. there. <laughs> you just have to keep on networking, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And what's in the name Rope? Why is it Rope? And stylized all in capital letters. Well, after we just. There was no band called Rope on Spotify that I could find, but apparently there's like a few on. On uh, on um, Bandcamp. Yeah, so I was just like, well, we'll just be all caps because that'll be different. <laughs> and um, essentially, we argued about a name for a long time, and I kind of like the name Rope, just be a the Hitchcock film, and B, I, I kind of like the insinuation that I like the the phrase like give them enough rope to hang themselves with. There's like a little bit of like I don't know. Um, uh, like allusion to self-destruction in there and uh, and whatnot and I kind of like that Ant didn't much care for it but I think he likes it more than I do now so did you have a bit more control than the other band members over this project um I wouldn't maybe mm, I, I've, my band back in Austin is a seven piece band so it's weird playing in <laughs> oh, wow <laughs> 
but um, you know, Nick Nick does all the recording. Most most of the songs came from an idea I had, and then they they you know f- flesh it out and give it life. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess so. Maybe I do a little bit. I, I, I like to think it's a democracy now. Um, you mentioned your previous band, My Education. Uh, you yeah. labelled uh, the best album as Skippel, was it? Yeah, Skippel. Yeah, yeah. yeah Skippel, which you released of March uh, 2017, which centred on paranoia, loss, fear, and escapism. Um, yeah. And then you also said that the looming move to New Zealand influenced the themes. Now that you're <laughs> here, what would you say drives your music? That's a good question. Um, you know, like some of the songs in Rope, actually, I wrote in Austin and then they were supposed to be my education songs like it particularly like Fact Totem was actually my education worked it worked on it a, a little bit it, it was much different and then I, I just ran out of time there and I just brought it with me um the newer stuff I mean I, I mean you do feel moving to a new country you do feel a bit isolated um you know like uh, virtually a lifetime of friends and family are back across across the ocean on the other side of the world but um each day here it feels more like home so um you know maybe our songs will get happier (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean new zealand's so much more geographically isolated from where you're from as well i can't imagine the isolation you were feeling when you first moved here um sorry sorry but the um it's it's it wasn't that bad. My wife has a lot of friends, so it, the move hasn't been that bad. <laughs> oh, wonderful! I'm glad to hear that. Yeah, I don't mean to be too negative about it. <laughs> um, and you mentioned your single "Factotum" just before, which you released around a month ago. Um, and this features no vocals, which was very similar to your music in my education back in Austin and Texas. How do you reckon the experience changes for the audience when there are no vocals involved in your music? Well, I mean, when you have when you have vocals in in a band, it's, the immediate attention is to the vocalist, what they're doing and what they're saying. So, no matter what you're saying with your instrument in the song, it kind of gets funneled through that. And um, so, like when you do when you're playing instrumental music, it's just by nature just more abstract. Mm. And um, so, I, I mean, I think it it does give you as an instrumentalist more power over what what the music is saying. Um, just because you don't have a mouthpiece. Yeah, and I've also heard that you've been sitting on quite an extensive cache of material for Rope <laughs> as well. Um, why have you been sitting on that for quite some time, and when are we going to see that released? Um, we're going to... Well, I mean, I, I, I've, I've actually wanted to add some members to the band, but... Um, I don't know anybody here. <laughs> Raph and I volunteer. We will be in rope with you, Brian. Thank you so much for cool. asking. <laughs> um, can you tell us anything more about that album that's being released? Uh, oh, well, I mean, we're, we, we have enough material for a record easy to record, and um, it's just a matter of doing it. Um, I think Nick is actually in Hawaii right now on vacation, so when he gets back, I, I think we're going to do another weekend and get another three or four songs down. I, I, my goal is to have a record done by the end of the year. Oh, fantastic. And are you going to tour that record as well? Yeah, um, I'm, I'll actually be in Dunedin on September 7th. With my, I play in another band called Swallow the Rap. Fantastic. That are playing down there, and I'm going to, uh, so I'll be down there, and then I'm going to try to go, I'm going to try to book a rope show down in Dunedin in the summertime. Um, so hopefully you'll see us then. Cool. And you're performing at The Crown with Swallow the Rat, isn't that correct? 
Yes, ma'am. Cool. And have you performed in Dunedin before? No, my wife's grandma is from there, so I've been to the town a couple times, and um, I like it. I think <laughs> I, I, it's a little sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. That's a good word for it, I'd say. How are you expecting the audience to differ from audiences that you've played before? You know, you know, I, I've toured Europe uh, with my, you know, my other band, and I've toured the states many times, and audiences are generally the same. You know, like it's generally people. You know, people are there for the same reasons. You know, and uh, so I don't imagine it to be too much different. Hopefully, there'll be hopefully there'll be more people there than most. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, you mentioned that it's hard to find sort of people in a new city, and uh, you debuted under Rope at the Wine Cellar in Auckland. Uh, coming from Austin, where bands rely, I imagine, more on small gig venues and like a very tight network of artists. How do you feel about um, Auckland, and how does it compare as like a breeding ground for new artists? Ah, uh, it's a good question. Um, I when I when I go back, I was best back in Austin. Uh, my education did some shows at the place of Barry Strangers in June, back in Texas. I just I, I was lucky enough to make it there. And when I talk to people about it, the scene I call it Groundhog's Day here because it's pretty much the same bands at the same venues, <laughs> 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 shuffling around a little bit. <laughs> but um, it's it's actually it's way easier to cut through the noise. In, in Austin, the scene is is tough. Um, there's probably I would say at least 2,000 bands there and um, the city is about the same size as Auckland but the music scene is just huge Um, there's hundreds of venues there's maybe I would say three or four venues worth anything here Um, (laughs) yep you're (laughs) right you're you're not wrong (laughs) (laughs) and you know mainly two (laughs) 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 and and, uh, so but I I've been lucky, like, we're, I feel pretty welcome, like, I've been pretty welcomed, especially by, well, when Matt had Golden Dawn open, and, and Rowan at Wine Cellar, and Tom and Blue at, at Whammy Bar, been really welcoming, so, um, in that, in that regard, like, as far as getting radio play, or anything, it's been much easier here, um, in the States, or booking, a, even just booking a show is, it's harder here now in Auckland, because everybody's booked out through the mm. year, no venues, but, um, as far as like actually like getting somebody to respond to you is much easier in the states. Um, I don't know if it's just there's like more money involved or more more bands, but it's it's tough to get certain venues to email you back, and it's just it's tougher to get to cut through the noise. And have you found that producing music in New Zealand has differed to producing it overseas? Have there been any difficulties that you didn't anticipate here? Um. Not really. It's actually uh, our, so well in in Rope. Uh, Nick is a producer, and he he produced it all in his studio. So that's that's quite easy. Um, and then Falderat, uh, we recorded some songs with a guy named Nick Abbott, who has a studio out in uh, West Auckland, and it, it was quite easy. It's it's generally the same. Generally the same rates. Generally the same 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 access. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe just a little bit less, but there's 
that was the answer. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Well, I'm so glad that you're enjoying our wee little country in the corner of the earth. Um, and we hope to see you and the whole the whole three people in Rope um, come down to Dunedin sometime soon. But of course, you're playing with Swallow the Rat at the Crown on September 7th, so people can come and view you perform in only a few weeks' time. How exciting. Yeah. Thanks so much for joining us on the show today, Brian. We're going to play Factotum for the audience now. Cool. Thank you. Cool. Thank you so much. All right. That was Brian Purrington from, as I said before, the Auckland three-piece shoegaze post-post-rock group Rope. And this is their brand new, uh, I want to say brand new. It was released in the last month. Yes. It's brand new. The if video some... came out more recently. Yes. And the video is well worth watching as it's well. It's wonderfully psychedelic. Yeah. Check that one out on YouTube. This is Factotum by Rope. <laughs> 